You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so we are continuing with our um, uh, fundamental exploration of Kachim. This is going to be a little bit tough. So let's see. Rav Papa was the one who said that this whole machlekes is whether Zerika can work for a Yodze. It came back, right? Um, it didn't come back. Can it work even though the object is not in the right place? But so this these two and a half lines needs to be understood. Okay. Now I'm going to cheat a little bit in understanding it because I don't know where Rav Papa talked about this. Rav Papa talked about this. Hmm. He said that if it's still outside, of course Zrika can't work. Didn't Rav Papa say that we're talking about bringing it back? So on the surface, that's like, well, Rav Papa, you're contradicting yourself. Now, are we talking about this Machlokas, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Eliezer? If we are, then we have Rav Papa on record interpreting it two different ways. Now, it could be Rav Papa would interpret it two ways. Maybe there's a way to interpret it two ways. But 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 the Gemara then says, hey, Mem, which is, of course, Hani Mile, Rav Papa, the second Rav Papa is by Shteya Lechem. That's where he talks about it's got to be brought back inside. But if it's outside, the Zerika can't help. Okay. Now, what is the Shtei Alechem? The Shtei Alechem is what was done on Shavuos, right? Those are the two Lach Mechamets that come with the 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 uh, the Shalmei Tzibor, right? The only Shlomim of the Tzibor, which is done on Atzeres, right? That's the great day of Shlomim, the day that that, you know, we have a tradition as Matan Torah, and that's when you have Chomets, right, which is also symbolic of the ability to to transform whatever, you know, the Eitzahara, the symbol of Chomets is. And there you have the Shtei Alechem and seemingly the Zrikas Hadam that we're talking about of the of the Shlomim, the Shalmetzibur of Atzeres. Okay. So Rav Papa, even without looking at Rashi, I'm already going to imagine, and I'm not going to look the Gemara up yet. I'm going to try to just, with these two and a half lines, try to figure it out. I know it has something to do with Zrika. And the fact is, is that that the Shteyalechem seemingly were outside when the Zrika's Hadam was done of the Shlomim. And Rav Papa was saying that if they're still outside, somehow the the Zrika of the Shlomim cannot affect the, the uh, Kikaris of Lechem. And therefore, I would say the Shteya Lechem are now Puzzle. And I guess you either have to do this again you're not makayim the mitzvah properly. I'm not sure what that means because you definitely have the carbon done, but you don't have the shtei that attend 
what, what's called actually, it has another name, it's called Kivse Atzeres. They're called the Atzeres sheep. So the Shteyalechem is not attending it. And because it went out, the Zrika can't affect it. So that was Rav Papa's mindset. So now that I sort of figured that out without looking at Rashi, let's look at Rashi. Rav Papa Udi Omar. And Rashi doesn't say this is in Zvochem. He says this is in Menochos, Peperakat Cheves. Kabishtei Halechem. Sheyotsu Ben Shechita Lezrika. Okay. Aha, now Rashi gives me some more information. You see here? The Plige Nami, Rebbe Aha. So the, the same machlokas that we have here about the Emurim um, by Kochekalim, that's what we have over here, right? The the Emurim of the Kochekalim not being in the Azara, at least for some time of the period. Maybe they come back, maybe they don't. We have, But we have this question about the Zrika occurred, are the Emurim really holy? Is there a Din Me'il about them? Is there a Din Pigal and Noser, which are negative, but that shows they were holy to begin with, if you would eat it, if you're Tomei or Yochayev Kares, the very same words Rashi's telling us are used about the Shteyalechem. So it's almost a it's almost a double of our mach, of our machlokas. So therefore, what you have to be consistent. Why by Shteyalechem did you actually go like Argamar's Havamina, which is that you had to bring it back. And now we have Rebeliezer, like, if you remember from yesterday, like um, Rishlokish, right? Why don't you do the same thing? Let's make it that way. The same way it is by Shtelechem, it should be by any regular Kochim Kalim that isn't from the Tzibor. This is this is a shlomim that's sort of a different type of shlomim. This one that's connected to the shteyalechem because it's it's from the tzibur. It's not like a regular toda or shlomim that an individual wants to bring. So that's the gemara's question. That our papa should really uh, agree to the connection between Rebelez and Rebbe Kiva the same way he does his his interpretation of Rebelez and Rebbe Kiva in Menachos would be would align with the gemara's havamina here. It's, I'm making it sound more complicated than it is, but that's the Gemara's question. Okay. So let's see the Gemara's answer. So I, I guess if I really, you know, if we had a little more time, what you would do is do what Tosus tells us to do. Milsa the Repub of Perakatrailas. Gabishtealechem Shayotza ben Shkita Vasrika. Vesalkadaitach, we assume the Ein Chiluk ben Zelazet, that they're basically the same. So, how? What's the difference? So I'm going to trust Rashi and Tosfos, and not go there. Part of it is because you know we've already started a little bit late, uh, but part of it is I, I you know, at, at this point I'm I'm pretty sure you know I'm going to assume that it is the same, and I, I'm okay. I don't feel like I'm in vertigo here. And I don't know what's happening. So let's see what the Gemara's answer is. All right. 
Zivcha. Hmm. The Shtei Alechem is not the actual Zevach. It's not something that was part of the living animal. It's something that you brought together with it for symbolic or for the Torah reasons, whatever the reason we bring Shtei Alechem. It's connected, of course, to the Shechita of of the of the Kivsei Atzeres, of the Kevsatzeres. But it's not actually something that you slaughter. It wasn't part of the animal. Therefore, it's more tenuous, the connection. You Therefore, it's sort of like, like a cell phone. You've got to be closer to the, uh, or a computer. You have to be closer to where the router is. It's not a part of it. It's something that you're trying to fuse with it. It's really something different. So that's why. Even though Eliezer and Akiva use the same language, we bump up the closeness it has to have. And we're going to assume that if it's outside of the Azara, there's no way the Lachamim can be affected by the Zrikas Adam. But the Imurim it was part of the same body. Now it's true you did the you, you process this you process this incorrectly by taking it to the wrong place, but it still retains the fact that it's it was part of this animal. And therefore, even though it's not in the right place, it can still be, well, look, isn't this the blood that was coursing through these fats? So therefore, this blood, you know, although it came from the neck, has a connection to the meat, even though the meat's in the wrong place. And therefore, according to Rabbi Akiva, you might, you know, again, uh, you don't get style points and shame on you for not doing it correctly, but it isn't a puzzle carbon. And therefore, the Zerika is able to to do its thing uh, and, and, and create the shame, kotche kotchim, on the emurim which won't be the case by Shteyalechem. Rashi says, okay, so this, uh, this is without any Rashi. Let's look at the Rashi now together. Remember, that's the Shlomim of the Atzeres. Because the Zrikas of, of, the, of the Keves is what allows them, now mishteru, I guess allows them to be eaten because that's what you do with the kibs, that's what you do with the lechem. You know, w- when you have that lechem, what you're supposed to do is eat it. The kohanim, I guess, will eat the lechemim of that chametz, right? Because it doesn't get, you don't put it on the mizbeach because you never put any chametz on the mizbeach, but that's matir the lachomim to be eaten. So therefore, since lav gufayuhu, since it wasn't part of the original animal, hilkach kol isnu avroi, if it's outside of the azara, motor rekiva de lomahanyuhu zrika. Okay, I'll tell you what. Um, So, 
So a little bit about the Shtei Alechem. Let's take a look. We'll read the Rambam. Okay, if you're a brisker, you want to know exactly why the Rambam has to uh, say, it's Shavuos, it's called Atzeres. I mean, what is the Rambam trying to add here? I don't know. That's also a strange language. Yom Hazeh, right? It should be Ubiyom Zeh, right? Ubiyom Hazeh, Makriven Musaf. So that's the regular Musaf, which is a parallel to the Musaf of Rashkodesh. Okay, I'm not losing you over here, right, Sheila? This is pretty straightforward, right? right. That, that this is a carbon copy of the Rosh Chodesh Musaf is done on Shavuos, and that's the normal Musaf. Vavod mevi'in yeser ala Musaf Something different than just, you know, uh, a bunch of olos and one chatas. There's a shlamim coming up. There's a mincha chadosha called shtei alechem. Umakrivim imalechem. Par. Okay. Ushnei elim. So another par besides these other two, a third par, and um, another two rams, and a, a double seven sheep, which we already did for the musaf, hakol olos, and another chatas as well. So you've actually got two chatases on shruas. You have the yont of chatas. And then you have like a special atzeres chatas. Hmm. Maybe that's why the Rambam gives us the two names here, <laughs> right? Because you sort of have a korban that 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 the, the regular musaf, and then on top of that regular musaf, look at the Rambam's list: shteyalechem, which we're going to talk about in depth. But then with that lechem, in other words, sort of like the lechem is the star. And with the lechem, there comes par, which is one par for the musaf, one par for the lechem. Shnei elim, um, as a this is two elim versus one, so those are those are reversed in terms of numbers. Shiva kvasim is the exact same, and in fact, those are all olos, just like they are for the musaf. There's another chatas, which is also a double. And here comes the new ones, the Kvasim Zevach Shlomim. The Eloena Karbonus Hamuris Bachumish Vayikra. Those are the ones that are not said in Parshas Pinchas. Those are the ones that are said in Vayikra in Parshas Emor. Nimza Hakrev Biyom Ze Yeser Al Shneatmidim. If you want to look at Shvuas, what's going on? The Rambam gives you the math. There's actually three Parim. Three rams, 14 kvasim, and that is 20 animals that are olos. There's two chatos, and there's two kvasim. Now, okay. Now, um, then he talks about what the shteyalechem have to do, the rules of the shteyalechem. But I really want to go into the connection between 
the Shteyalechem, and the Korban. So here we go. Ketzer Hanofas Halechem im Shnei Kivsei Hashlomim. One thing you need to do is actually wave the two together. Maybe Shnei Akvosim. Get those two sheep. They're they're alive. Umenifan Baodan Chaim. Because they're supposed to be a tenufa. Heinif osam. So you got to be a strong coin. You should have both of these sheep in your hands. After you wave them, and the bread is on top of them, you shech them. Umapshit. Okay. Because they're shlomim, remember? And Shlomim's Chazei always go to some sort of Kohen. Umanichon b'tzad shteyalechem. So now you have the Chazei out of the animal, and then you place it next to the shteyalechem, and you do another Hanofa. Umeniach shteyodav milamaton. You put your two hands underneath this, you know, warm pieces of meat that had come out of the animal that was alive a couple of moments ago. Again, with the breads, umenif hakol ke'echad. Okay. Um, and now you wave them, and here the Rambam tells you it's very important, the direction that you wave them. Mizrach, b'mokam kol atanufos. Molich, mevi, maila, moreid. Okay. Now, your yotze, if you wave them separately, but you should really have the chazevashok and both of the breads, and you wave them in a specific direction. After that, maktir, a mureshneyakvosim, all right, the, a murim, just like a regular shlomim, those go on the mizbeach. The meat, however, who's the bow of those shlomim? The bow of those shlomim are, What? Um, the bow of those shlomim are the kohanim. Okay. The chen shtei hachalos notel kohen godol achas mehen. The kohen godol is supposed to take one of them. And the second shtei alechem is mischalik lokoa mishmoros v'shtei necholos osa hayom v'chatsi alayla and you treat them like what? Interestingly, right? You treat them kibosar kotche kotchim. Now he doesn't say that about the meat of the shlomim. He just says necha kohanim. But the lechem is the holiest. But the lechem needs, as we see in our Gemara, it needs the the shechita and the zrika of the kvasim. Um, the Rambam el- elaborates on this. If you go a little bit further, you need all both lachamim. You need both kvasim. You know, it's sort of like the um, the uh, the double here. It's sort of like the sar um, mishtaleach. It needs to have the two goats. The two breads, the two kvasim. If one of them runs away, you need to get another one. Um, 
Meaning you're not, you can't shech the keves to make it a real shalmeid zebra unless you've got the breads. But the shnei akvosim ain't a ma'akvam misalechem. Okay. And if you lose the breads, those animals are dead. Just got to get rid of them. And vim ovdu akvosim yovdu alechem. And bring another bread and kvasamachem. This is a little bit confusing. I'm going to forget about this for a second. Um, and here we see a way that you can have shtei even without the kvasim. Um, but according to what we're saying, you need to have. The shechita and the zrika, that's what we're saying now. Sometimes they can go by themselves. Okay, this is obviously the unusual case. All right. Um, and I think I'm, I'm feeling a sense that maybe this, right, that the, that this is something that I'm not sure about, but I think I understand now what's happening between the korban and the, the shtealechem and the 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 and what we're seeing now from the Rashi, if we go back to our Gemara, is that the zrika is what allows the lechem to be eaten. You need to have the Rambam didn't say that. I don't know why right. the Rambam the Rambam didn't. If you noticed, the Rambam didn't well, say. You're saying it's a prerequisite for it, right? Somehow, even though like the lechamim are like the more important thing here. And you see how important they are. It's like the Kohen Godel doesn't eat the meat, but the Kohen Godel gets one of those breads. Uh-huh. Very, very, very important, the symbolism of what these breads mean. Oh, yeah. But but clearly, you know, um, from Rashi, that, and, and you know, this one, when we do Menachos, we'll, 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 we'll remember it better. But I think this was good, the Rambam giving us this background. At least I think we we're more familiar with what we're talking about on Shavuos now. And we and Atzeres, and we realize now what the, um, you know, what how there is this interconnection, and yet it's a tenuous connection because we want them to be together. I almost have the the impression, seeing the Rambam, you know, that really uh, we wish that we could just, you know, it's true. We we brought a tremendous amount of animals here on Shulis for this Musaf. Like the Rambam gives you the big number. But the shtei which is sort of like the crowning moment, it needs to be tethered to a carbon. Like it's almost like the carbon is the is the vehicle for the shtei to get its real level of kedusha to become kotche kotchem, because that's what happens to it, right? If you think about it, you know, if we're right here, that you're not supposed to eat it before. You need the zrika to eat it. And we saw what the Rambam talked about the eating meant. The eating meant of it, one of them goes to the great Kohen and the other, and, but they're both eaten in the Azara. You know, they're both eating this, this bread, this chametz in the Azara. And it, it has the status of kachi kachim. And I, I'm not sure if I'm right, but I get the impression that the, even the meat of the animal that sort of like was the vehicle of turning this into this super elevated thing never reached the level that the breads reached. 
Now, why did the breads need an animal? Well, it needs the animal. You need the blood of the animal. You need the Zrika Saddam of the animal. And if you think about it, Sheila, the waving sort of says, I am bonding these two together, right? When they are alive, they are waved. When they are dead, they are waved. Right? And going in all the directions is sort of showing you that, that, you know, by the power of the carbon, by the power of the meat, by the power of this, we hereby, you know, all of this is a process of, you know, I'm making it sound like some Indian shaman, but but I think that's really what the you know what what it, what what is suggested. Mm-hmm. You need the Hanafa, and the Tanufa. All of that is is meant to to connect these two. And now that you've somehow done that, and you've done the Zrika, now that you can wave to the Shteilechem, you can become what you're supposed to be. However, since you weren't really part of the animal. It's important to have, like I said, that router connection has to be close to where the where it's happening. If it's going to be Avroy, that's not going to work. So I, I think looking at that Rambam, I think really helped me. I don't know if it helped you. But I think it helped me open up and understand what, what, what the Shtei were and why it's why it's different and what your purpose is. Let's do one other line here before we close. Ophos kodmim to a mincha. Why? Because there's blood. Mincha doesn't have blood, the Mishnah said. Well, maybe I'll make another argument, I'll make a counter argument. Adaraba, minachos kodmos. Why should a mincha be before the oaf? Shekain yishnon bitsibor kibiyachid. Because a mincha. There's korbanis minchas that are minchas tibor. We just talked about one. Well, in a way, the shtei lechem or the korban omer is a minchas tibor. Those are minchas of the tibor. You don't have a mincha that is uh, an oaf that's brought by the tibor. So maybe that shows greater kedusha. The Gemara says, mine domim adife. Um, um, now, um, Rashi points out that even if the Tzibur, you know, um, wanted to bring an oaf, they can't. You know, there's no way they can create a, um, uh, there's no oaf that can ever come uh, to a Corbin Tzibur. Now, the Rashi is funny because if the Torah doesn't have a carbon oaf, you know, why do you need a special pasuk to say vehikriv? Only washen yachid. An oaf is only by an individual, but a tzibur can never do it. Well, where does a tzibur ever bring anything that's not legislated? You must bring this. So Rashi quoting this Gemara, this Bryce and Tamura is a little bit strange. What I would have said is, I don't see, I, I went through all the mitzvahs of the Torah. I didn't see any oaf b'tzibur, right? That's what the, that's the simple thing. You don't, why do we need a special pusik? You hear my question, Sheila? Well, why do you need a special pusik for that? Again, you should just say oaf. There is no oaf. We, we went through the Rambam. We, we went through the Chumash. We didn't see any oaf that the tzibur ever brings. Why do you need a special pusik saying you can't bring an oaf b'tzibur? 
Ain Zebra may be an oaf. So I think what I, I think I think there's I think there's an, an answer that we have to say. Right, right, Dolly? I think the answer we have to say is is that there is a way for the Tsibor, there is a way for the Tsibor to bring an oaf, to bring a carbon, even though it's not in the Torah. How could that happen? They would they would be able to give they'd all have to give machzas hashekel, right? Mm-hmm. And and somehow, right, or somehow the tzibur could bring a carbon. I don't know how, but somehow through machzas or whatever, and there could be a tzibur's carbon. It would be like a it would be a, a, a it would be, you know, and and, and it would. So I'm not sure how, but you know, this is really a discussion of how that you could find you could have a carbon that zebra brings, and you're saying, but don't ever bring an oaf. Okay, more on this uh, uh, on a different time. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.